0: Forget their mouths or potty, they're not good role models, but what do Bro and Bill, they watch all shows. They talk and discuss, whether they watch or not. Some shows are good, then there are some who just are so bad. Join Pro and Billy and listen to the South Park podcast with your host Pro and Billy. It's show. It's also the hot podcast. Podcast. They talk all about South Park. My team sees them coming. How long will they be on our feet?
1: I'm a recovering drug addict. Hello, Bill. The uh, all-star cartoon special to not use drugs has made me a drug addict. (laughs) Go Uh, back to the end of last week's show to catch that. (laughs) Yep.
2: Hey, you lie in the sun. When you sing that we all all, only talk about uh, South Park. Nope, we don't. No, we don't.
1: So, uh, anyway, this is Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast.
2: About Bill. South Park mainly.
1: Yes. Mainly. Um, we, we only brought that one thing up from last week. That's yeah. all we did. What's your Journal. name? Mm-hmm.
2: What's your name? I'm Bill. Oh, my name is Fro, I think.
1: Oh. Um, so... Today, we are going to talk about a very... I enjoyed this
2: episode. Oh yeah, this is uh, oh. this is better than the last one.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get into it in a moment. It is called Tom's Rhinoplasty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and this is... And I didn't even think of this. This is the first Valentine's Day episode of South Park.
2: Oh yeah, happy Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you're what? I'm not a big fan of that. That's a fake holiday. Yeah, you you only say that because you don't have a girlfriend. That's not true. What's I...
2: not, what's not true that you don't have a girlfriend or that that uh, you don't say that you say that because you don't have a girlfriend. I don't
1: celebrate Valentine's Day.
2: But you have a girlfriend. No. No, that's right. So you don't have anyone to celebrate the Valentine's with.
1: Well, I never mind. I'm not even gonna get into that. Oh, come on! No, it is not PG friendly. <laughs>
2: because we are PG friendly, my friends.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. Um. But anyway, yeah, this is a Valentine's Day themed episode. Um. And you know what? You don't really think of this. I didn't think of it as a Valentine's Day episode. Me neither. I did not think of that whatsoever. <laughs> no. But, man,
2: is this a good one. Yeah, I really enjoyed this.
1: Um, so I think before we get into this, um, I want to describe what rhinoplasty is. Right. Just, Just to let everyone know. A rhinoplasty is commonly known as a nose job. It's a plastic surgery procedure for correcting and reconstructing the form, restoring the functions, and aesthetically enhancing the nose by resolving nasal trauma, either blunt, penetrating, or blast, congenital defect, respiratory impediment, or a failed primary rhinoplasty. In the surgeries, closed rhinoplasty and open rhinoplasty, Um, an otolaryngologist, (laughs) which is an ear... Say say
2: that word uh, uh, five times fast.
1: Yeah, seriously. Which is an ear, nose, and throat specialist, (laughs) a maxillofacial surgeon, which is a jaw, face, and neck specialist, or a plastic surgeon creates a functional, aesthetic and facially proportionate nose by separating the nasal skin and the soft tissues from the osteocartilaginous nasal framework. Correcting them is required to or as required for form and function, suturing the incisions and applying either a package or a stent or both to immobilize the corrected nose to ensure the proper healing of the surgical incision. Whew. Yep, and that is your medical study for today.
2: <laughs> Thank you, doctor.
1: You're welcome, doctor. All right, so now that we know what a rhinoplasty is
2: and that it doesn't have anything to do with rhinos.
1: No, it doesn't. Mm. Let's jump right into the episode. So the episode aired on February 11th, 1998, and during the credits, we're informed that we have a special guest, the chick from Species.
2: Yeah, I had to Google her.
1: (laughs) That is how she is described in in the intro. But it is Natasha Henstridge, and her name is mentioned at the end credits. So, we start the episode with the kids in school, Stan and Wendy, they're sitting next to each other, and Wendy brings up that Valentine's Day is around the corner, and that for Valentine's Day, she would like to get a cardboard box and make a boat, and for them to ride in this boat, to which Cartman is laughing hysterically, and... I mean, his laughter is great in this. So then, Wendy talks about how they can dress up during this, and then how one day they're gonna get married, and Carmen just falls on the ground laughing. He's just going crazy. So, uh, the principal comes in, and she says that Mr. Garrison is gonna be out for a little bit because he's sick. Well, at least that's what we think. So instead, we have a substitute teacher, Miss Ellen. And here's Miss Ellen. And the boys are, they just like, oh, my God, she's so beautiful. you know. She's pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they made her, like the, the character, they made her very pretty in this. And Wendy notices that Stan is, you know, like just going gaga over her. So now we go to Tom's rhinoplasty and you know, Garrison is getting a nose job. And Mr. Garrison said to the doctor that oh, I told the school that I was going to be out that I had herpes. <laughs> so um, so the doctor shows the different types of noses that Mr. Garrison could get and then he sees this one, and it's absolutely perfect for him. And it looks like David Hasselhoff, because you know David Hasselhoff, big in Germany. Mm-hmm. So he is
2: big in Germany. That's actually, he is. That's actually <laughs> no joke.
1: So, um, so that's the nose that Mr. Garrison, you know, tries. You know, he decides that's the one he wants. So we go back to the school, and Wendy and Bebe, they're talking, and they're trying to talk to the boys, and Stan's – they're all still smitten about um, Miss Ellen. So Chef comes out, and he tries to – you know, he talks to the boys, and they mention to him, you know, that there's a new substitute teacher and just how – attractive she really is. So then Wendy starts to think that she's losing Stan. And then we get this montage of Wendy and Stan. This was hilarious. Oh my god. This was great. Um, it is just basically Stan puking every time he sees Wendy, or she talks to Stan. Um, I, 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 and I had the number in front of me. Um, okay, so in that montage, in that flashback, Stan puked 19 times. Really? Yes. Wow. I, I lost, I didn't even have a count. But, um, you know... But he throws up 19 times in that one montage. So um, uh, so they go back to the classroom, and, um, you know, Miss Ellen is trying to teach. And then Chef comes in, and um, – oh, crap. No. Yeah, Chef comes in. He first says that uh, Kyle – Left some deodorant on the playground, and he gives how this box of deodorant, and then um, Chef starts to sing this song to Miss Ellen about not being a substitute. How you're no substitute for me, mm-hmm. and this is a good song.
2: I like this song. Oh, this is real good, romantic and good.
1: Now sounds the third. Um so after that we go back to uh Mr. Garrison and he's waking up from the surgery. And you know he's not feeling too good. And the doctor starts mentioning stuff and then um like the doctor starts mentioning the movie Contact and this is where Mr. Garrison just throws up throws up completely. Um, And he's just just, you know, he's just puking up everywhere. Um, And he's like, oh my god, that's such a terrible movie. Jodie Foster was looking for the alien, but instead was her dad. So basically, we got the spoiler for Contact.
2: Mm-hmm, thank you for that. Have you watched that movie before? I've
1: never seen it.
2: It's really good, actually. Well,
1: well actually, I think you're the first person I've ever known that was a fan. Oh, no,
2: of- no, uh, that uh, that was a
1: joke. Oh.
2: oh, Oh. yeah, it's horrible.
1: Um, so... Leo Jodie Baxter. Foster. Yep, Jodie Foster. Good actress, probably not the right role. So, um... Uh, so we go back to school and Wendy tries to talk to Miss Ellen. And basically she's confronting her, saying, Don't F with me. Stan is my man. You hear me? And <clears throat> excuse me. And and I thought that was real funny, you know, that a little child would threaten the teacher thinking that she's taking her boyfriend and
2: Well, well, (laughs) with the news lately, I'm not sure. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Not to reference things that have been in the news, but lately there was this 13-year-old boy that had a a love affair with his teacher.
1: Yeah. Actually, that's been, like, Saturday Night Live, they did um, a couple skits. Uh, this past season, about, um, like, because they have, they, like, their youngest cast member is like 21 years old. Right. Uh, Pete Davidson is his name.
2: Yeah, I,
1: I like and, him. And, and he still looks like he could be in high school. Mm-hmm. And they've done these skits where, like, they're at court and, uh, the teach like, you know, like, the teacher's go on the court because she had an affair with the student. And, it's, I
2: I find it entertaining, I do anyway. I agree, and uh, there was this uh, comic that said uh, when there was this other like allegations that his teacher, like female teacher, and I'm not saying this female teacher is hot, but she's hot. I think
1: I know who you're talking
2: about, and I have seen it. Yeah, the new one. The yeah. new one that's just... Uh... Did she
1: end up getting pregnant from him? Yeah. I thought so. And it would so be uh, like... Yeah. I I'd get, like, the my man, like, Denzel Washington for our training day. Mm-hmm. My man.
2: Yeah. And there was this, like, uh, comic that said uh, they shouldn't give uh, uh, this uh, guy any hassle. They should give him a medal. Oh, man.
1: Um, okay, well, why don't we get back to Mr.
2: Garrison? Yeah, sorry.
1: No, it's okay. So, Mr. Garrison, he has his bandages taken off of him, and he does look like David Hasselhoff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He, he looks very attractive, and he notices it, and the doctor warns him how, you know, you might not like how you look, and... You know, it just could be horror, be nightmare for you. So he goes out, and he's just, like, he starts impressing, like, this one woman. And he's like, I am a sexy man.
2: How much like does David Hasselhoff does he look for people that haven't watched this episode? Well, this. There is a cutout of David Hasselhoff on his face.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So, we go back to the cafeteria for lunch, and they ask Chef about the date that happened the night before. And Chef said that it didn't go too good. And basically, he says that she doesn't play, Miss Ellen, doesn't play for the right team. (laughs) She... uh, She doesn't like sausage, let's say.
2: (laughs) I think they are referring that she's a lesbian.
1: I think so, too. And so then the boys, like, they get into this whole thing about being a lesbian, how the boys want to be lesbians. And Carvin's like, well, my grandmother is such and such, and my grandfather is one-quarter lesbian. (laughs) And, oh my gosh, it is, oh, it gets so much better. It really does. Um, so, so at one point, they do bring gifts for Miss Ellen. Um, Kenny brings in uh, some salami, some sausage. Um, oh gosh, do you remember what else the boys brought?
2: No. Yeah,
1: because I'm drawing a blank. Wendy brought her a dead animal. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Wendy, that's so sweet. So then later, um, they're going to do a spelling test. And the person who does the best job on the spelling test, whoever gets the highest score, gets dinner with Miss Ellen. Miss Ellen's going to buy dinner. So then, um... Wendy calls baby over to her house and she says, I need to get a makeover to keep my man. Meanwhile, Carmen is at his house and he's licking carpet. And he's been licking carpet and the boys come over and he's like, I don't feel like a lesbian. I've been licking carpet for three hours. <laughs> and then Stan is like, well the guy at the music store said if I play indigo girl that'll make me feel like a lesbian. So they're they're playing indigo girls and they're licking the carpet trying to feel like they're lesbian. <laughs> oh man. So then we go back to school and you know, the boys are in their um you know, their desks and Wendy comes out. And, you know, and they look at her and they're like, whoa. And Carmen goes like, wow, Wendy looks like that chick from Greece. Elton John. (laughs) Because she's got, you know, like the black leather outfit thing. Mm -hmm. And then here comes Miss Ellen. And she has on black leather outfit. It's almost like a, it's like a coincidence here. So, you know, Wendy can't believe it. And here comes Mr. Garrison. And Wendy starts celebrating. Mr. Garrison's back. You are God. You are God. You know. And the principal is there. And um, Mr. Garrison tells everyone that he's quitting being a teacher. He's going to go become a model and bang women. So that messes up Wendy's day. And then Mr. Garrison and the principal decide that Miss Ellen should be the teacher for the remainder of the school year. That ruins Wendy's day. And then the winner of the spelling bee, or the, the spelling test and the date or gets to dinner is Stan. Okay, that pretty much blows Wendy's day, and then the principal comes back and she says, "Oh, Wendy, I just got a telephone call. Your grandmother just died," and Wendy just loses it. And the principal's like, "Oh, what a what quite a day you have." So, um, so we go to uh, Miss Ellen and Stan having dinner at the buffet. And Wendy is standing outside in the rain. And she just has basically given up. She's given up. She's thrown in the towel. Meanwhile, uh, Mr. Garrison is is having the life of a model. He's having hundreds and hundreds of pictures taken. And then uh, he later goes out in the town. And all these girls start to chase him. And they're ripping his shirt off. And he's like, I, I can't do this. I can't take this anymore. I got to have my old look back. So he goes back to get, you know, his nose done again. So the next day of school comes and the boys ask him, you know, like, what happened? Did you make love to her? And he's like, yes, yes. You know, yeah, I did. Even though it really didn't happen. Um, so then Wendy comes in and... She apologizes to everybody for the way she's been acting lately and how she hopes that Miss Ellen and Stan can have a good relationship together, you know, for the rest of their lives. So, basically, Wendy has thrown in the towel. So, we go to where Miss Ellen is teaching, and then all of a sudden here come a bunch of Middle Eastern men. Uh, They have swords in their hands and they're, you know, like, they're accusing Miss Ellen of being an Iraqi refugee. Um, And the principal is wondering what's going on. And, you know, they show the picture of Miss Ellen with their, I guess, one of their top leaders. Mm -hmm. And Miss Ellen is just denying it she's denying the whole thing and you know as as Miss Ellen is trying to fight all of them off because she does grab one of their swords she accidentally throws the sword and it kills Kenny (laughs) Another, Mm. another way for Kenny to die so then she's taken away by you know these Iraqi men and everyone is outside of the school, and Stan apologizes to Wendy, and they're back together dating. And then meanwhile, Cartman has this box, and he's eating the cardboard off the box, and he's like, Well, my mom said that's how you gotta be a lesbian, you gotta eat cardboard boxes. Which is just very weird. Like, oh, Cartman. Only you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then we go back to the desert, and they put Miss Ellen in this rocket ship, and this rocket ship is going to take is going to send her to the sun, and you know she'll die right in the center of the sun. So we see Wendy, uh, she's hanging out with Bebe at the pool which is very weird considering around Valentine's Day it's very cold in Colorado, but I'm not going to take points off of that. No. And and she thanks all the women for getting Mr. Garrison back to change his nose so he could be the teacher again. So then Kyle goes over, and he's, he's trying to put the pieces together. And then here come a couple of Iraqi men. Wendy talks in Arabic, and she throws money at them. <laughs> and then Kyle figures this out. Wendy had this plan all along. And then she stops Kyle for a minute. She picks up one of those boxes to look, to see that the rocket goes right into the sun. And boom, Miss Ellen is gone. And Kyle's like, Wendy. Wendy. And then Wendy goes and she says, "I told her, don't f with Wendy Chesterburger." And that's the end of the episode.
2: Uh, I was afraid of uh, Wendy in so many weeks after this episode. She hmm. says, <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> "I'm glad she's not my girlfriend."
1: Uh, I'm 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 glad that I'm a man and I'm staying away from her. Yep. Um Well, what did uh what did IMDb give this episode?
2: It uh, gave it a 8.1 again.
1: Another high score.
2: Yeah. Always and forever.
1: It seems like it. Yeah. So, uh, what did you think
2: of this episode? I really enjoy this. There is so much going on in this episode, where the last one was really like uh, lackluster. I feel that this has action going on from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. I love Natasha Henrich in this. I think she she her her voice and, and things like that fits really into the show. I am glad that I'm not David Hasselhoff. I think <laughs> I think he was kind of angry at this. Like yeah yeah. He he doesn't look like a man that has a lot of uh what should I say? Uh self irony. Mm-hmm.
0: Um
2: then again uh does this episode tell me anything? No. But I'm not sure if I care. I, I'm not sure if if every episode has to be somewhat uh teaching or 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 uh on the edge or something. I just find this hilarious from the beginning to the end. And it's one of my uh my favorite episode of uh uh season one. So this gets a nine point five uh, out of me. Ooh. I I I really can't say too much bad about it. I I adducted five points for not being edgy enough maybe. But for me this is Tour de France. This is funny this is trying to, to, to not be as serious as other episodes, but I, I find this hilarious. And it's quite, uh, it, it is somewhat typical to the situation we are going through in our own age, like we told, uh, talked about. So yeah, this is one of my uh, all-time favorites of uh, season one.
1: I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. I mean, I could Like, honestly, I don't remember the last time I saw this episode. And I forgot how great this episode was. Mm. It is just real funny. I mean, because... I, and I want to point out the Mr. Garrison storyline first. That's a good storyline, because it's like, okay, you know, there have been hints that Mr. Garrison might be gay and then you have this episode where he has a complete makeover of his nose and then he becomes like a sex symbol of the town which is just real funny and it's just a real it's just really done it's done really well and then the other like the other half and and I think all kids growing up could relate to this having a crush on a teacher. Oh, yeah. At some point, growing up, until you get all the way to high school, you have at least one crush on a teacher. Oh, yeah. Maybe two. Who knows? And and so that's where I sort of relate that episode to, is, you know, kids having a crush on a teacher. Um, and... It was just really well done. The only thing I was disappointed about and, like, I'm not taking any like I said, I'm not, I'm not taking any points off of this. I would have liked to have seen another episode where Miss Ellen does come back. Mm. And, you know, like, she figures out Wendy did this instead of just killing her off. I mean, I understand why. She probably only could do one episode, but if you keep the Miss Ellen character alive somehow, you can have her come back down the line, which... (laughs) But I
2: like that uh, she was killed, because it's a little like... Wendy Testerberger is uh, somewhat, like, she's innocent. She doesn't do anything, uh, like, really crazy. And this episode, like, she, she, like, like I said, I was afraid of Wendy Testerberger for a long time after this episode. Like, mm-hmm. she's a real psycho. Right. So I don't mind that they kill her off, to be honest. All right.
1: Well, you know what? And I think we've only done this one other time since the shows began. I'm going to give it the same score. It gets a 9.5. Right. Good. I mean, I don't know what is holding me back from giving it a 10. Because it could have been a 10, but a 9.5 is just as good. Just a little bit lower than a 10, but it's very good. Oh, yeah. All right, now to the reception of the episode. When production of Tom's Rhinoplasty ended, Parker and Stone were dissatisfied with the final product and believed audiences would hate it, but were surprised to receive largely positive feedback from fans, some of whom described it as their favorite of the latter half of the season. Tom's Rhinoplasty has been described as one of the classic episodes of South Park. In 2003, the Chicago Tribune listed it among the top ten episodes of the series. Walt Belcher of the Tampa Tribune praised the episode and said it celebrates Valentine's Day as only the Comedy Central series can, although he warned it was not for children. During a brief scene in Tom's Rhinoplasty, Mr. Garrison leans against a mailbox with a United States Postal Service logo printed on the side. The Postal Service contacted Comedy Central after the episode aired and threatened legal action if the logo was used again without permission. Now, this episode was released, along with 11 other episodes, in a three-disc DVD set in November 1998. It was included in the third volume, which also included the episodes Starvin' Marvin, Mr. Hankey the Christmas Pooh, and Mecha Streisand. The DVD commentary recorded by Parker and Stone for Tom's Rhinoplasty has been cited as one of the primary reasons the commentaries were not included in the South Park Season 1 DVD release. Wow. Warner Brothers, which released a DVD set, refused to include the commentaries due to standards issues with some of the statements unless Parker and Stone allowed the tracks to be edited, which they refused.
2: Of course they did.
1: Media outlets said the commentary that most bothered Warner Brothers executives was the one for Tom's rhinoplasty, in which Parker and Stone say they agree with Mr. Garrison's character that the 1997 film Contact, also released by warner brothers was terrible the commentaries were ultimately released ultimately released on cd separately from the dvds <laughs> wow. wow Way to go warner brothers you wow bitches.
2: oh pansies!
1: holy cow uh... and that's the thing with um you know like commentaries like i i'm not a big fan like i don't listen to dvd commentaries i do cuz for me it's like well if i want to watch the movie you know if i want to hear their opinion that's great but i also want to watch the movie at the same time so i'd rather listen or rather watch the movie first and then if i feel like it you know maybe i'll go back and listen to the commentary of the movie. Oh yeah, I, to...
2: I, I, I don't see it the first time and watch it with commentary. Don't get me wrong. Right. But, but for example, I will give you a really good example. One but of my, my favorite uh, uh, movies, trilogy, is Lord of the Rings. Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings, like, special edition has so much good commentary in it. Oh, I love Lord of the Rings special edition with like 16 hours of uh, extra material and
1: commentary. I I don't know if I could listen to 16 hours. Uh, it's
2: it's it's kind of uh, yeah I, I'm 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 kind of kidding, but but it, it's a lot of extra material, and and you can hear like persons that uh, Gandalf like Frodo <laughs> and things like that t- talk about the movie. I, I super enjoy my, my super deluxe, uh, lot of drinks, uh, DVDs. Alright.
0: Um,
1: so, we have reached the point where we will talk about a particular character, and it is Fro's turn today.
2: Yeah, and I picked Herbert Gar- Garrison. What a surprise. Hmm. <laughs> the teacher, we need yes. to talk about them. Herbert Garrison uh, has gender, male uh, to, uh, from seasons 1 to 8 uh, and 13 to present, and he was female in seasons 9 to 12. His age is 41, his hair color is gray, his occupation is teacher, his aliases are uh, Janet Garrison as female, Ethan F Garrison uh, he uses that as a pen name. His religion uh, is Roman Catholic. He was uh, briefly an uh, atheist. His father is Mr. Garrison Senior. His mother is Mrs. Garrison Senior. He's voiced by Trey Parker, and he, his first appearance is in Cartman Gets an
1: Anal Probe. It is. Well, I guess you want me to talk a little bit about Mr. Garrison. Yes, please. Right? Mr. Garrison, a.k.a. Herbert Garrison, a.k.a. Ethan Garrison, pen name, a.k.a. Miss Garrison, a.k.a. Janet Garrison, a.k.a. Mr. Garrison again. (laughs) Uh, He is the boys' school teacher, having taught them in both third grade and fourth grade after the unfortunate death of Diane Chokesondick. As you could tell from the multiple uh, personas above, Garrison is pretty sexually confused. He denied being gay until he came out of the closet in fourth grade, then embraced it with the help of his gay assistant, Mr. Slave, in The Death Camp of Tolerance, only to then get a sex change operation in Mr. Garrison's fancy new vagina, turn into a lesbian in D Yikes, and then get a sex change back to being a man, eek, a penis. So,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> I love that I put, so, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> on, on there. That wasn't actually Bill's comment. Uh, we have some life lessons from uh, Mr. Gerson. Remember, yes. there are no stupid questions, just stupid people.
1: A haiku is just like a normal American poem. Except it doesn't rhyme, and it's totally stupid.
2: <laughs> the horror krishnas are totally gay. Uh, and we have some memorable quotes. Yes, you he- hear me, you go to hell! You go to hell and die!
1: Eric, do you need to sit in the corner until your flaming gas is under control?
2: Well, spank my ass and call me Charlie.
1: biz WRONG! Try again, dumbass! I'm not gay! Get your man hands off of me!
2: Did I say something to you, surgeons? Sugar tits. Oh, sugar tits. Okay, thank you. I can't read. That's okay. I'm blind. Oh. Scissor
1: me timbers!
2: (laughs) For me, it was... The soy sauce sneaking soy sauce uh he has had some ex-boyfriends mr slave and richard dawkins i love that by the way uh yes uh allison as we talked about as uh ex-girlfriend and he had a running mate uh, with uh Caitlyn jenner yes he has a lot of enemies he uh, pc principles Old Canadians, the Canadian President, Big Gay Owl, and Kathy Lee Gifford.
1: Well, Kathy Lee Gifford has been documented very much on this show.
2: Yep. Maybe you will tell us about the featured
1: episodes. All right. Well, we should mention real quick his parents, Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Garrison Sr. Yeah. So some of the featured episodes include Weight Gain 4000, Big Gay Owl's Big Gay Boat Ride... Summer Sucks, Chef Aid, Cherokee Hair Tampons, Fourth Grade, Death Camp of Tolerance, Mr. Garrison's Fancy New Vagina, Follow That Egg, Go God Go, and Go God Go 12, D Yikes, Eek A Penis, Gluten Free Ebola, Where My Country Gone, Sponsored Content, Truth and Advertising and PC Principle Final Justice.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some uh, behind-the-scenes fact about this. Uh, Herb Garrison is voiced by uh, the series co-creator uh, Trey Parker. In a commentary track for Weight Gain 4000, Trey talked about Garrison's role in the show. He's the soap opera element in the whole series. He has a real story going on. In the eighth draft of South Park uh, Longer uh, and Uncut, Mr. Gerson uh, introduces him as, uh, as Mr. Gerson, a 40 year old teacher who is in denial about his homosexuality. It was revealed a couple of months later that he's 41.
1: And about his factoid? Mr. Garrison has never been married. Nope. Which really surprises me, because you would think, you know, with a character like Mr. Garrison, at some point, you know, because he has been in relationships, as mentioned here, mm-hmm. you, you would think at some point he would get
2: married. He was almost closest when, when he was together with Mr.
1: Slave. Yeah, that was the closest he ever got. Um... But, and you know, it makes me wonder, and I know we're going very far ahead into the future here, um, but, you know, when we left season 19, he was running, I believe, for, was he running for president of the United States? Yes. I wonder if he and Caitlyn Jenner will end up getting married in season 20. Hmm.
2: Just a thought? Never
1: mm, know. Maybe.
2: You
1: truly never know.
2: Especially with South Park.
1: Yeah. Definitely.
2: Any news about when a season 20 is coming out? Do you know anything uh, about that?
1: Let me check.
2: Since we are talking about it.
1: Uh, let's see. Seasons. Seasons.
2: Seasons
1: will come and seasons will go.
2: And, uh, people, if you get that uh, reference, please tell me in the comments.
1: Uh, okay, here we go. Okay. Get your pen and papers, folks. <laughs> the 20th season is scheduled to premiere on September the 14th, 2016. Okay. So, and, and, and I guess we should bring this up. Like, how are we going to do this? Basically, we're going to stay with what we're doing. Like, we're going to, you know, we're going to, we will get to season 20 down the line. Oh, yeah. We will get to it. It's just, we said from the very beginning, we're going to do every <laughs> single episode ever done. And it's going to be a while.
2: <laughs> it's going although, to
1: take Fro, although Fro is more optimistic than I am. So um, it could be in two years. Who knows? It could be in six years. Who knows? Who really knows? Six
2: years. Come on.
1: And, there, there,
2: hey, there's two more episodes of season one.
1: Yeah, there is.
2: Yeah.
1: And to make this even more interesting and to show you... How long this podcast will be going? Uh, last July, uh, Comedy Central and South Park they signed a new agreement where they will be going into season twenty three in twenty nineteen. Yep. Parker and Stone have expressed interest in continuing the series until Comedy Central cancels it, and that is when we will be canceled is when we get to the very last episode ever of South Park.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to being 90 years old and still talking to <laughs> Bill on Skype.
1: Oh, my God. I'm going to have grandkids on my knees. Hey, you want to join me talk about South Park? No! No! Uh, hmm. but, but, yes, we do have two more episodes... Of season one,
2: and left. after after that, we will do a bonus episode with the two first. Uh, I will call them prequels of. Uh, yeah, Park. Uh, but we will do that in one episode because it's not that long.
1: I I, I agree with that. X because that'll be the first of two specials. Yes, we're gonna do later. Um, if I had to guess, I guess. Maybe next year. And I'm only guessing time-wise. Um, we're going to do the South Park movie.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: But I'm not sure when it happens. Next it's year. Happen. Next yeah, year.
2: Probably,
1: probably next
2: year. Yeah. I think we will probably be done with or in Season 3 this year. Yeah. It looks like that. Yeah. Uh, In the pacing, we're doing it right now. Uh, So we will see.
1: And actually, I'm looking at this on uh, Wikipedia, and this is sort of funny because we're mentioning this. Season 1 is the shortest, as far as episodes go, for a season, which is 13.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: When we get to season 2, it's going to be the longest season.
2: Yeah, I know, it's a long episode.
1: Just... How the hell does that work out?
2: Yeah, I know.
1: Oh, man. But so, uh,
2: yeah. s- since we talked about your least favorite ter- character of some Yeah, part, last episode. What's your favorite character?
1: It has to be Cartman. Uh-huh. I just love Cartman. Yeah. It, it's It's like this... You sort of know somebody who's been that way before in like growing up but doesn't have that far out like ideas of how are we going to get money and the hate and all that I just I, I just love Carvin. I could see why he's, you know, like like we talked about a couple weeks ago how he's like one of the most Like ranked care top ranked cartoon characters of all time, right? Because I think we know everybody who's had a Cartman at some point in their life.
2: Um, mine is maybe Butters. I I I super enjoy Butters.
1: And that's the that's the funny thing. We haven't seen or like we haven't had an episode yet with Butter. Yeah. Which is very interesting.
2: And he's going to be uh, quite uh, important in the future. Oh,
1: he's going to play a
2: big role. Yeah.
1: Uh, Well, unless we have anything else, um, we should start wrapping it up. Um, Ow. I thought I popped a finger, but I'm okay. Um, (laughs) You can... uh, If you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, it's at House of Bill. You can join our Facebook group. It's real simple. Just type in Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, or you can click on the link in the description box. And you can check out my many other shows, including The Scorecard, That Wrestling Show, Untitled Movie Project, and Nostalgia Crew. Uh,
2: What's the next movie you're going to do?
1: Well, it is a fan's choice, and it's probably up by the time you listen to this. Uh, but if you haven't gotten the chance, the movie is Back to the Future.
2: Ah, good one.
1: And as Fro knows from my appearance on his show before, I've never seen the movie. Nope. I know. So, so all that talk is going to end for good when I see this movie. I can't believe that you haven't watched that movie. People don't believe me! I've never seen it! It's true! It
2: is It, it is almost like... Nah, I haven't seen The Godfather. It's almost yeah, it, it, like that. Yeah, it's
1: almost in that rank. Yeah. And I have seen The Godfather, so...
2: Yeah, or or that you haven't seen uh, uh, Oh, uh, Star Wars.
1: Yeah, I've seen all the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Now, I could believe some people
2: if they've never seen Star Wars. I could believe that. Yeah, but it's 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 more hip than uh, yes. another thing. Yeah. Uh, I I despise uh, <laughs> uh, that the three last uh, Star Wars movies uh, before the last one, and uh, and I I watched them more than once. Like I even me that doesn't like the concept of Star Wars have watched Star Wars so. Mm-hmm.
1: And what about yourself? What would you like to plug? Uh
2: myself? No. Um I'm I'm kidding. Uh I have a podcast called Another Digital Citizen where we talk about everything else but South Park almost.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: we follow the series Preacher, for example.
1: Oh yeah. I mm-hmm. I mean they have they just started, right?
2: Yep. Next episode is tonight.
1: Out. I might check out the first episode, see how that is.
2: It's interesting.
1: Seems like it. Uh-huh. Um, well, I think we should say that if you are a fan of Barbara Streisand, do <laughs> not listen to our next episode. Please don't listen to the next episode. <laughs> uh, however, if you are a fan of The Cure, we do recommend you listen to our next episode. Uh-huh. Because Robert Smith of The Cure will be in that episode because we're going to be talking about Mecca Streisand.
2: And Barbara Streisand was actually sad because of this episode. Oh, she was pissed. Oh, she was pissed. Yeah, she did not like this episode.
1: Right. Okay, it's like where Sally Struthers was sad. Yeah. Barbara Streisand was, was pissed. was
2: angry. <laughs> And uh, that makes it almost a little more funny.
1: Yes, it does. Although I will admit, um, when we get to the Robert Redford episode, it's going to be very hard for me to get good jokes in because my mom has such a huge crush on Robert Redford. Oh. Um, and And I told her once that he was in an episode of South Park and what happens to him. So yeah, Yeah. (laughs) not too happy about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So on that note, uh, that's going to do it for us for this week. I hope you guys do come back. If you're a neutral person that is not a Streisand fan or whatever, and come back for another edition of Shark's Pond. For Fro, I'm Bill. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. It looks
0: like you will get the
1: washer. All right.
2: Ah, why Six. can't this still stop? It, it, All right.